In My Shoes. It's a podcast for women of color where we talk about the issues we're facing on a daily basis. And I am your host, Karen Davis-Thompson, and I have a special guest with me today. You know, we don't normally let guys on the show regularly. It's all about us women. But every now and then, I do have a special guest, and you've heard from this person before. It's my husband, Ron. Say hi, honey. Hi, honey. (laughs) Oh, bless him. Anyway, so we're doing this because Valentine's Day is coming up, and I thought a little, um, just a little session on black love, how we met, what he thinks of me, et cetera, Um, might be cool for you guys to get to know me a little bit more. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today is that power of black love. And so, um, honey, why don't you start by refreshing everybody's memory? Tell them a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, once again, I'm Ron Thompson. I've been a guest on the show before. Um, I, Karen and I have been married about, well, we've been married 23 years over this past December. Um, we, let's see, I, I'm an educator, um, an assistant principal in Hillsborough County, which is in Tampa, Florida. Um, and hopefully soon I'll be putting my hat in the ring to become a principal. Go me. Um, <laughs> and um, Go you. Go me. Yes, that's pretty much it. I'm a father of two lovely children and love them both. And, uh, you know, Karen and I have had a wonderful, wonderful marriage. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Um, So as he said, we've been married 23 years. So I'll start the story off a little bit and then you can um, put your perspective in. So we met at Florida A&M University. I was a freshman and you were a grad student. And we have a little bit of a disagreement about this. I was 18. He says I was 19, but that just makes him feel better because he's seven years older than I am. I was 18 when we met at the library at FAMU. So uh, I was with some friends of mine and a girlfriend of mine had lost like her notebook or something. She was like freaking out. So I'm like, calm down. You know, you got to trace your steps. And I look over and he's laughing at us. And um, I said, you're laughing at me? And he was like, well, it's kind of funny. Um, And so when you saw me, what were you thinking? What went through your mind? I thought you were kind of cute. Kind kind of cute? I'm sorry, kind of. Well, you were cute. Okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were cute. Uh, I, I thought you were hysterical. Um, you're yelling at your friend who was freaking out about her notebook. And I don't, I can't exactly remember why I was in the library. I think I was doing some work because I was working uh, for a program at uh, Tallahassee Community College. And I was doing some work in the library and just happened to run across you guys. And like I said, it was, I thought it was just hysterical just to watch you bust at your friend. <laughs> so what were your first impressions? I mean, I know you said you thought I was funny. Um, I thought you were cute. And uh, I was like, oh, you laughing at me? So that's how we kind of started up a conversation. But what were your first initial impressions? I, you were just very interesting. I mean, you were engaging. Um, uh, I was attracted to you, obviously. Um, and you, you know, you, you, you're fun. (laughs) You can be very fun. 
Oh, I can be very fun. Thank you so much. He was obviously attracted to me. So <laughs> I just said that. I told you I was No, I'm just saying, you know, it's like you were struggling to find it. I was interesting. Uh, but people do say I'm very interesting. So I guess I can't argue with that. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> when you found out that I was a freshman and how old I was, did that change the attraction? Did you feel like this is legit? Let me get out of here. I, I, yeah, I struggle with that quite a bit. I, I would have to say that I struggle with that quite a bit because I was 25 years old at the time. She said she was 18. I believe she was 19, but who knows? Um, I was 18. Okay. But go ahead, babe. Whatever helps but you. Anyway, but anyway, um, I, I did struggle with that a bit. And it's not the first time that I've been, you know, when I dated someone younger, than I was um, most, you know, I dated, um, I've dated young ladies that I I was midway through my college years and they were just beginning. And I just, the experience that I had there was they were just learning about life. Well, I wouldn't say necessarily learning about life, but they were starting a new life and they were in the beginnings of their adulthood and their college track. And I was in a different phase of my life at that time. So, you know, I'd finished college. Uh, I was in grad school. Um, I was working, um, trying to establish myself in the world. And 18 is like, for you know, to, to me, and this is my thought, is like you, you, you were getting ready to enjoy college. And I felt that that was an experience that you should have. Um, would be unfair of me to place, not not that I was placing any expectations, but I felt that it, I would have been, I thought I would have placed expectations on you that you might not have been, been ready to meet at that time because you were in school and you were going to finish out in four, you know, you're going to go four years and get, you know, get to experience life. So that was, that was, that was, that was the struggle I had. Um, with the age difference at that time. And so, you know, you are right. I was very young. Uh, and so we um, crossed paths that night. And then um, I didn't I took see- y'all home. You did. You did. It was cold and raining. And my girlfriends were like, we can't get in the car. We don't know him. I'm like, girl, it's four of us and one of him, please. So, <laughs> um, you know, my impressions were that, um, and obviously this was a different time. I don't think I would give this advice today, but um, you know, I felt that you were, um, you know, safe, that you weren't going to hurt us. Um, and it was cold and trying to get across that campus to get to uh, the dorm. It was just like, yeah, no, we're going to take this ride in this heat. So um, fast forward and we uh, didn't see each other for a while. And then um, I think the next time I saw you, was that at my grand, well, I call him grand goddaddy, but my godmother's father, was it at his funeral? That was the next time I saw you. No. So we saw each other on the quad. That's right. I saw you on the set. Right. Right. And so for those of you who are not um, HBCU grads or went to FAMU, the set is, it's the hangout spot where you see everybody, you know, they do, um, it's almost like the yard basically. So I saw you on the set and um, we exchanged numbers and uh, we would talk periodically um, I thought you were somebody that was really cool to hang out with. Um, you are right. You were in a different phase of life. Um, and then we didn't see each other or talk for a little bit. You know, you got busy with classes. I did the same. And then I saw you 
at my godmother's dad, I call him Grand Goddaddy's funeral, and you totally did not know who I was. <laughs> For real. Like, and by then we had talked a lot, we had hung out some. It's just that we had like I don't know if it was the summer and you, we both got busy or whatever. And I'm just waving you down and I can see it all over your face. He has no idea who I am. I was like, are you, are you, are you, are you for real? Like, you know, for real? So what was going through your head when you saw this girl waving at you who you clearly did not remember? I'm thinking this girl at this funeral, I got this woman at a funeral trying to holler at me. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, she waving at me. I'm like, I don't know who, who, and I, and, 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 I really didn't start wearing glasses until really until we were married. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, so my eyesight obviously was going a lot sooner than I had anticipated it to go. So, um, and not to mention, I think your hair was different at that time. So Yeah, I had cut my hair. Yeah. So it was like shorter than it than I remember it being. And so I did not, honest to God, I did not recognize you. So that was... I'm like, why is this girl waving at me at a funeral? Okay, and then you came up to me, and you know, honestly, I didn't even know we had that connection at that time because, um, you, you, you I, I didn't know that the, the, the connections we had were just really odd because in Tallahassee's not very big, <laughs> so but your your God. Your great god daddy, I guess that's how you would describe him. Your grand god daddy, yeah, my god, yeah, my godmother's father. We call father. him grand god daddy. Yes, what was a deacon at the church that my parents attended? That was Philadelphia Primitive Baptist Church, and so, and I knew the Mannings, uh, and and you know, you know, visiting, coming up in the church, and obviously when I moved to Tallahassee, attending on a regular basis. So I did not know we had that, that those persons in common. And it was, it was so, when we finally got together, it was so surreal that Miss Manny, <laughs> uh, your godmother's mother was ecstatic. Cause she was like, I got a stake in all of this, you know, because I know both families. So it was really, it, it, it was very, very interesting. Very interesting. Y'all see he trying to blame it on poor eyesight that he didn't recognize me, but that's okay. No, it was eyesight. I'm going to put it off on eyesight. And I had a lot, I don't know, I just had a lot going through my mind at that, at that point because I had just started teaching and uh, I was nervous about that. So my mind was probably elsewhere at that point. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about, before we get into more of what happened um, you know, after you finally realized who I was, um, you know, you talked about being in a different phase of life. At what point in your life did you know that settling down marriage, was that something you already knew you wanted or was it more like, you know, if I meet the right person or did you know that getting married was something that you wanted to do? I knew that getting married was something I wanted to do. That was, you know, I mean, I'm 25 years old. That's the obvious, that was the that, for me, that was the expected next step, the expected next step. So um, it was something I wanted to do. Um, I wanted to be married. I wanted to have a serious relationship with someone, settle down with that person. I wasn't I wasn't that that dude that like running around and 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 with everybody, you know, um, 
I, I was that guy that could be a friend to a woman uh, or somebody of the opposite sex. I could be friends with them. And I've been that friend dude before. So it wasn't something that uh, I was totally unfamiliar with. And I, and so, yeah, marriage, serious relationship was something that I was looking for. And when you say expected next step, you don't mean that it's what others expected. That's just how you expected your life to go. That was, no, that was my expectation. That wasn't anybody else's expectation. So fast forward, um, obviously there was an attraction there, but there was an age difference to overcome in terms of where I was just, just emotionally, you know, maturity wise and where you were. And so you were that friend to me for a really long time. We were friends for seven years. Right. And mm. when you say you've been that friend before, um, what was that like? Was it, was it there other times where maybe you had an attraction to a, a woman and it was like, you know, this is just better for us to, to be on the friendship tip. Um, Absolutely. I mean, there were, there, there, I mean, there was one before I got to, um, fam, I was at the university of Florida, um, where I did my undergrad, um, down there. And, uh, there was a young woman there who we considered dating, but she had her reasons as to why she did not want to date. And, um, let's, let's just say what it would have been a, um, interracial, uh, situation. Um, and, I, you know, I respected her being upfront about it. She was like, you know, I don't know if I'm ready for that uh, and the things that come with it. Um, I wasn't insulted. I wasn't offended when she when she, you know, told me I was I was like, OK, I appreciate it. And I appreciate the honesty. And we were friends for the entire you know, we became friends and our our friendship you know, it was just, it just, it bloomed, it blossomed. We were just friends for a long time after that. We just settled into being friends. So like I said, when I, I know what it is to be a friend to somebody. So, you know, and that was one of the things I wanted us to talk about a little bit today. Was that your first time considering dating outside of your race? No, I, I had dated one or two times prior to that outside of my one one maybe that was probably my that was my first actually no that no that was not my first time that was my second time um dating outside of my race or considering dating outside of my race uh before I got to the University of Florida I dated a young lady who was white Hispanic um and we dated for about a year maybe a year um and even before that I think I was like a teenager <laughs> I dated another young lady that was uh, Hispanic, um, white Hispanic. So maybe about three or four, three three times, maybe four times that I dated outside of my race. And was that a conscious decision or was it, hey, whoever you're attracted to, like I know I had an interracial couple on, if you recall, and it wasn't necessarily a conscious decision. He just was attracted to who he was attracted to and he liked people who liked him, you know, so even though he got some heat from people after the two of them got together, he liked who he liked. So was it a conscious decision you made or was it just, Hey, this is who I happen to be attracted to. Yeah. I wouldn't say it was conscious. It was just who I was attracted to at that time. And, um, 
you know, and 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 yeah, you know, I I didn't say go go to date this person. If I like this person, I like that person. If that person liked me, they like me. That's just how it came came to um, to be. And were there ever any um, was there ever any pushback either from family or friends on either side when you dated women who were not black? I, I wouldn't necessarily say there was pushback from family and they're from family. Um, and not necessarily my friends, although David was very happy to meet you. Um, <laughs> David is his best friend. He wanted him to be with a sister. <laughs> he was like, boy, he, David, David was happy. David was happy when he met you, boy. He's like, oh my do God. Not, do, not put, do not put my friend on blast like that. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put him on. No, he was no, he was, you know, David, David, David used to joke, but I, you know, I think you know, friends like my, my, you know, like my friend David, they never push back on anything like that. They like you like who you like. Um, um, I don't think I really got any pushback from family, um, but I definitely, you know, those surrounding me, some some folks surrounding me. Um, often gave me pushback. Society at that time, because uh, we know we're talking about mid to early eighties, uh, late eighties, and being you know growing up in Miami or being in Gainesville, um, hey, society was not as kind as we would like to believe it was, or as advanced as we like it to believe it to be. Um, even today, uh, but even, especially then. And, you know, the pushback, the comments, the uh, little snide looks, um, those were things that I encountered. Um, one such, um, one, I told you that I, I dated, one young lady I dated who was, like I said, it was Hispanic. Um, I was probably 16 at the time. And, and I'm talking well before I was a an adult, but I was 16 at the time, but it had something to do with my, uh, transition, so to speak. Um, I, I like this young lady. You mean she transitioning to becoming an adult? This was kind of like, well, it, it was a transition for me to, to form my, I, I'm trying to look for the right word to, to, it, it kind of changed my attitude towards. Oh, you mean kind of like this is when you started to see that it's okay to like who you like, but it doesn't mean that other people are going to be as accepting kind of right. formulated your exactly. opinion around that or your feelings around that. It helped. Yeah. It helped me formulate my feelings around that and mm -hmm. what I wanted in a relationship. If that, if that makes sense. Um, and as I said, the one relationship that I had, the father was not a fan of mine and not because I did anything wrong or I presented myself wrong or I was disrespectful. He definitely was not a fan of mine because I was African-American. And um, this came, you know, this came to light when I had a uh, friend of mine, an, an adult, come talk to me about it. And sat me down and started talking to me about it. And, 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 you know, of course the first, and this was a white friend, first thing out of it you know, was, 
out of his mouth was that, you know, you know, Ron, it has nothing to do with your color. And, you know, he, the father just thinks that you're a little more, you're older than his daughter. You're a little too old for his daughter. And of course there was a two years difference and maybe, you know, in today's, you know, being a father, maybe I might see it that way. I don't know. Um, but there's a two years, two years age difference. But I recall the same girl's mother who would joke and laugh and try to push her up on my friend who was Hispanic, who was an Hispanic male. And he was a year older than I was. So I kind of, that was kind of my first glimpse into society, not really accepting who I would date or who I chose to, to um, form a relationship with. So that kind of messed with me a little bit, so to speak. And, you know, and like I said, I, I dated outside of my race a few more times. Um, and then, you know, I got, I got to places like FAMU and <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm liking this. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, there were just, I mean, there were this, just a number of intelligent young women, black women at FAMU that, um, I can engage and talk to and um, be around. And um, it, it just, and the ease that I could, I, I could relax, you know, I could relax more and not have to worry about those pressures because there's a lot of pressure on relationships as is. And, and for anybody that's an interracial couple, I do not, don't take this as me saying that I have problems with interracial couples and interracial marriages. You know, the last gentleman that you had on that was an interracial couple that he said, Hey, I like who likes me. And I respect that because he liked who liked him. And he just kind of blocked out the haters, you know? Um, and you know, that that's how he chose. That's, that's what he chose. And I totally agree with that. Um, yeah. And I don't think, I, I think that it's just, you know, to be 16 and to have that happen, it can make you think, you know, maybe doing this isn't going to be for me. Um, and so, you know, and I think where you guys went, it was a private school. And so there was a small majority of, um, of, of African-American students, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly. So I'm sure. And then you went to the university of Florida. I'm sure it was not, you know, very diverse when you were there. And so to get to a place like Florida A&M, where you can see, um, you know, so many women of color, different shades, um, girls like me that you can get yeah. to know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sure that, you know, once you got there, obviously um, feeling like, hey, maybe um, dating within my race. Because for me, I never really considered dating outside of my race. It's not something I was interested in. Um, not that I didn't ever see someone who was not black, who, I mean, they could be attractive. It just wasn't something I wanted to do. And I think for me, it was more dealing with the, you know, stuff that society and the looks, I just didn't want to deal with that. And I just love two black people in love. I think that, you know, in our society, it's kind of like, and we've talked about this before, so we won't dwell on it. We'll get back to our love story in a minute, but, um, you know, I feel like in so many instances, they don't feel like, you know, 
a black family, man, woman, married, you know, married with kids. Like they see it, it they think a lot of kids come from um, broken homes and all that type of stuff. So to see two black people, you know, loving each other and raising their family, it's just beautiful to me. Not that there's anything wrong if you want to go outside of your race. It was just something that I didn't think I, I wanted to deal with the stares and the looks um, and kind of like what you described in being 16. You know, my sister dealt with it. Even she liked a white guy when she was in middle school and um, the family threatened to send him to boarding school if he didn't cut off the relationship with her. So that's the stuff we're talking about. Um, and so I was just curious as to what it was like for you. Um, and it sounds like once you got to A&M, you decided, hey, I'm going to give a moment check out all these beautiful black women that are here. Not that you hadn't been exposed before, but you know, when you go to an HBCU, you see so many of us um, that you can interact with in a way that you can't when you go to schools where, you know, there are small pockets of us. And, and being at A&M, like I said, it, 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 it really made me appreciate uh, black life, especially as it relates to black women. And um, not that I didn't appreciate it before, but it really, it, it just, I felt like I was home, you know, um, my experiences for the most part have been multicultural growing up in Miami, Florida, um, which is very multicultural. Um, and, uh, but you know, our, our, our friend David said it in the podcast that we did together that Miami was also a very racially charged city. Um, so while it was multicultural, doesn't mean you were accepted by everybody or everybody accepted you, you know, it was just, there was just, it was just some things, there were certain, uh, there was a certain charge there. Um, then going to a PWI, going to University of Florida, um, sometimes I felt lost and out of place um, in terms of, of really developing close ties and, and relationships. I, I didn't really get that there. Um, often, oftentimes I felt like I was out on an Island. Yes. So I'm sure being at FAMU, um, was a completely different experience. Absolutely. So I, I want us to get to, you know, it's Valentine's day. So, um, I do want us to focus a little bit more on, um, our love story. And so, um, fast forward now to, you know, who I am. We spent seven years as friends and there was one point where we thought about dating and I had been in a long distance relationship on and off with my high school boyfriend. And then you get a job and move to West Palm beach. And you so with me. I was very upset. I was very upset because I didn't, I was, you know, excited about, you know, you and I have been friends for a really long time and that, um, you know, friendship is really a bedrock for a relationship to, to flourish in my opinion. And just to be able to, you know, now at that next level, um, be able to see you regularly. And then you up and tell me you're moving to West Palm Beach. I was not a happy camper. Uh -uh. Um, but we remained friends even through that. And uh, we kept in touch while I finished up at FAMU. And then one day I got a call. Oh, that my boy. friend oh, was getting go. married. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Okay, then. So you were engaged, right? Yes. And listen, hey, listen, this is the these are facts, sir. <laughs> it it me, sir. These are facts. So you were engaged for a while, 
And uh, (laughs) it was a short minute, but okay, go ahead, sir, sir, you're engaged, period. (laughs) So you were engaged, but we still remain friends. um, Even through that, it did not work out. You all um, decided to end it. It it just wasn't working out. And then um, you and I still there hanging out friendship. You know, you would come and visit me on some of my internships. Um, We still, you know, kept in contact with each other. And then you were dating someone else maybe uh, several months after the breakup because you guys kind of did an on again, off again thing for a little while, child, but we won't go into all that. And so um, you started dating someone. I'm sorry, what'd you say, babe? Telling all my business. Go ahead. I, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going fast. They're, I'm leaving out, you know, a lot of the juicy tidbits. I'm going fast. I'm going fast. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so uh, you started dating someone else and then you... Um, the school that you were working at was going to um, what was it Epcot or Disney or somewhere with a with some kids for like a class field trip, and you were like, "Hey, you ought to come and hang out." And I had talked to my mom. Who talks to their mom? By this time, I'm in my you know early twenties, but and I had said to her, "You know, I was interested in you know seeing if there was something there, but he's kind of dating somebody or whatever." And so I decided I would go. And we spent the day together, and we had a really really good time. And so I'm still thinking. You know, I knew you were dating uh, this person. And the beauty of being a friend is I knew that it was not as serious for you as it was for her. And you were kind of like, mm, I may have to step back from this. I'm not really feeling it the way she is. And so I decided that I would say, hey, why don't you come up and visit? And I thought if he comes and doesn't say, oh, I don't know. And I got to see then I know I have an opportunity to just go ahead and say what I'm thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, I invited you to come and visit me and you said, hey, I can come this weekend. And I thought, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He ain't even like going to wait a while, see how she feels about it. Oh, I can be there this weekend. So while you were up visiting, um, you know, I'm different in, in a lot of ways. I'm kind of I'm kind of blunt and to the point. And so I told you that I was interested in us maybe seeing if if there was still something there, right? And how did you feel when I said that to you? What were surprised. You, you were surprised? Very, very surprised. Why? Because at that time we were, well, let's just say at, you had just ended a relationship, if I'm not mistaken. So I had just ended it, but yes, I was, I had, I'd had, had a boyfriend for a while. Yeah. You had a boyfriend. It well, had been over for a minute. You had, you had a boyfriend and it had been over and we had settled into being friends and I just never went back to the initial attraction because so you say so you're saying you weren't attracted to me at that point that I, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying oh, I okay. didn't go back to the initial attraction I didn't say I wasn't attracted to you I'm just saying I didn't go back to that you know we we had tried that been down that road and it it did it, it wasn't the, the timing wasn't great. Let's just put it that way. It was it was the timing um was not meant to be. And you often you know talk about it that it wasn't meant for us to date at that time because we probably would not have appreciated one another as much. And given yeah. where we were at the time. So I agree you know, with that. You were still in school, I was out of school, I was 
you know, I was moving around a little differently than you were at the time. You were interning. Um, life was just carrying us in different directions at that time. So, you know, when when you when I initially came up and, you know, I thought, ah, OK, you know, this is just another this is just some more time with my friend. And lo and behold, I get here and you just laid it on the table and you just like, OK, look. And, and it and it was just this blunt. It's like, OK, look, I'm just gonna lay my cards on the table. I'm trying to holler at you. <laughs> so I was like, OK, Um I mean, I just, I'm not, I've never been one of those who, you know, I figure, hey, we're both adults. If if, if you're not interested, I'm not going to be offended and we can, you know, move on with the way things are. But I, how else are you going to know if I don't, you know, the whole, I'm going to be coy and you try to figure out my signals and all that. I just figured, hey, at this point, we've been friends for so long until it's like, why even play these little games and think he can read my mind and figure out what I'm thinking? I just, hey, look. Uh, you know, I think we ought to give this thing a tra- chance. What do you think? So after the initial shock, <laughs> were you open to the idea? Did you think, mm, I got to go back to like, think of her in a different light? Like what, what was that like for you? No, I think it was instantaneous because like, you know, there was initial attraction um, and it made sense to me at that point. I mean, I was not, you know, as you know, the relationship that I was in at the time, I was not Unfortunately, I wasn't feeling it that way. I I was having a hard time seeing it that way, um, or go, or going any further, um, it becoming permanent. And if if why force something that is that wasn't that just isn't there? And if you try to do that, you're going to end up miserable, or you're going to wind up making someone else miserable. So. Um, but it was, it, I, I think I was open to the idea right away. I think you were too. I just was curious as to what was going through your head at the time. So, um, we dated for a sum total of what, do you remember how long we dated? Three months. 90 days. <laughs> oh my God. So it's funny because people who don't know how long we've known each other. When I say, oh, we dated three months and then we got to get, she's like, wait, what? And so I was like, oh, but I've known him since I was 18. So it's like, oh, so um, I think you didn't even want to do the 90 days. And I said to you, babe, there is, you know, I gave you an example and you kind of laughed at me, but I said, you know, here's why I think we need to to really date. I mean, the attraction I think was always there and we both kind of just put it on the back burner because as you said, the timing wasn't right. So it wasn't like, I felt like we needed to get to this place where we were attracted to each other. That wasn't ever the issue. It was just from a timing perspective, we could never quite get on the same page. And at that time, I think we were both ready to really be um, committed to people that we felt we could trust, love, be vulnerable with. Right. So But you were like, okay, so we can try this thing for a month. And if we're feeling it, I was like, yo, let me give you an example. So if we're on the phone and I'm your friend, I'm your friend, Karen, right? And we're talking and you click over, you know, you get a call, you click back and you say, yo, let me holler at you in a minute. I'll call you back. As your friend, I'm going to say, okay, then, and we're done, right? Now, rewind that thing. Now I am Karen, your girlfriend. And you say, oh, hold on a minute. And then you come back to the phone and say, hey, let me call you back. I'm going to say, and who is that? Yeah, I mean, because there are very few people that you should be getting off the phone with me to talk to. So you were like, oh. <laughs> so yeah, it's just a different, the, it's not the same type of relationship. Yes, the friendship is foundational, but 
we we're attracted to each other but as we really get into this if we're talking about really being serious are we able to really move it to the next you know step um and so we dated for 90 days three months um and when do you think you knew for sure because we had said six months right Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah we didn't make it the six months we dated 90 days so at what point did you know i want to ask her to marry me the third month i was just like why are we playing around with this so let's just go ahead and get married it's like you know i mean you the 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 i knew this is where i wanted to be and there was just a certain comfort in in our relationship and uh and by comfort is i i had gone through relationships where trust was a big problem and that includes the engagement. So, um, just things that that took place that broke the broke down the trust and the comfort. And you know, I I this is really my honestly. You're probably the first person, actually, maybe the second person that I dated that I was actually friends with i mean actual friends i'm not talking about uh we we were friends we were just actual friends you know male and female and you are the only person that i that i dated and you know and eventually moved to be girlfriend and boyfriend um like that where the relationship went from friends to being girlfriend and boyfriend so it, it that 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 played into it a lot and the bond that we had um formed and that that really solidified it for me and i i i felt i you were someone that i could trust and um that thought about me just as much as you thought about yourself um cared for me just as much as you cared about yourself. Those were all the things that just made sense to me. And um, as I said, those were, that, that was missing um, in some of my other relationships. That's so sweet. Could you speak just there for a second? I, you know. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> So I think for me, I I would echo some of the same things. I felt like, um, as I said, friendship is very important if you're going to make a relationship work. And so we had that down. We could laugh together, have a good time about, you know, talk about things. Um, I did feel that, you know, I could trust you. I didn't have to worry about you being where you said you were going to be or and all of that type of stuff. I didn't have that. I felt like, you know, you were willing to do what was best for us. You know, a lot of times when. Um, when a man and woman get married, the assumption is automatically that the woman is going to go where he is. And in our relationship, you know, you loved me enough to um, uproot your life, even though you really loved it there, because at the time I was in school to get my certification to teach. And as an African-American male, you know, there are not a lot of black men teaching. So you getting a job especially with your experience was going to be easier than me trying to finish up my program somewhere else and get a job. And, um, you know, I, I felt 
loved and honored and special that you were willing to do that, even though the, you know, the assumption is always that it's going to be the other way around. Um, and we were able to build, um, you know, a, a life together based on this shared love and trust that we already had for each other. Um, you know, and I always feel cared for, um, cherished, um, you know, so it, it, it was also for me, it was like, this is really a no brainer, which is why I didn't say, but we said six months when you uh, proposed at the 90 day mark. So, um, yeah, I think I, I, I echo those same things. It was just, um, this level of knowing that this is someone that I can build a life with and really, uh, love and they're going to love me back. And I don't have to feel like, um, you know, I'm on pins and needles or whatever. Um, you know, I had some of that in relationships I had been in before. It just like, as you said, it, it, it didn't work out the way you, you know, you thought a relationship should really be. Um, and we always had that uh, connection. And so um, I was excited to say yes, when you asked, um, uh, even though we, we didn't make the six months. It's so funny. <laughs> so if you had to name two things that you really love about me, what would those two things be? Um, your boldness. And I'd have to say uh, your insatiable appetite for learning things. Uh, you know, you don't, you, you do a lot of reading and, and, and introspective uh, type of things like learning to cook new things, learning to, you know, you watch the, the food network or you watch the, whatever the, not the discovery channel, the, the other channel with the houses and things like that. Just the interest that you take your, um, you know, those are things that I think I like, like about you most. You're not one dimensional. You're somebody that has many interests and, and explores things that you like. Yeah, I do. I watch those a lot just because I feel like, you know, I do take pride in caring for you and for our children. And, you know, it always, it brought me peace and comfort to be in the kitchen and try different things for you guys to, to eat and, you know, to learn how to do different things um, in the house and some DIY stuff and all that type of stuff. So, um, yeah, I do think that people really, it's like, really, you do that type of stuff just because, you know, I, I, I guess I am somebody that, you know, there are several different sides, um, to me and, and I like that you think I'm bold. Okay. <laughs> um, if I had to name two things, the first thing that comes to mind, you know, as people who've listened to this may or may not know, um, and as you know, that um, a lot of things speak to me through song. Like we can be talking about something. I'm like, girl, it's a song about that. My friend, you know, Janine G is always like, girl, your whole life. Like I just think of things in song. And so the first thing I thought of when I asked this question and was, you know, obviously I would answer as well. There's an India Ari song called Steady Love. Um, and that's what I think of when I think of you. It's a steady love. Like it's not um, you know, this up and down roller coaster, it's, it's steady. The, the love is always there. Um, and I can count on it and depend on it. it. It's steady. So that was, that's one thing that I would say. Um, I think another would be that you, um, are always present, um, 
you know, for our family in terms of, you know, you were the one who took on a lot of the um, parent teacher conferences or whatever, Um, in part because it was important to me for them to know that my children had a dad, Um, you know, the bond that you and our, you know, our son are able, able to have with the, you know, going fishing and all that type of stuff. And so just really being, um, present in our, in our family and for our children and being willing to, you know, be a part of things that are important to me, even if it's not necessarily like, I don't know if it matters to you, but we have this Valentine's Day tradition that's important to me. And so you participate in, in, in it every year, which is the watching of what's the movie that we watch. When Harry, when Harry met Sally. When Harry met Sally. And how do you feel about that tradition? Does it matter to you? So for people, so here's why I like it. It reminds me of us. So they were friends for years. He even got married. She was engaged. And then they end up after like seven or eight years together. Like they realize that they love each other deeply as more than just friends. And it took years for them to get there, but they did. And so just watching that unfold reminds me of the two of us, right? So every year for Valentine's Day, we, um, you know, especially it's just all them people for Valentine's Day just grieve my whole soul. So we for years have, it does just for me people. So we order in. Um, this year we're going to try a new restaurant and then we watch when Harry met Sally. So how do you feel about that, that tradition? Do you do it mostly just because you know, I like it? I mean, it's Valentine's day. So, I mean, that's, and that's what, you know, you alluded to the fact that I'm present for family and that's important for family. That's important for us. That's important for our relationship. I mean, we, we have decided a lot of things about our relationship, what we're going to do. I mean, you know, p- people say, well, what you getting your wife for your anniversary? <laughs> he said, my paycheck for our house payment, you know? So it's, <laughs> <You're dumb. laughs> but, but you, 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 you have said it yourself. It's like, I love you. You love me. It's, and it's not that we don't want to go out there and get those special things or what we might think that person um, would like to, to demonstrate love, but we demonstrate our love differently than most folks de- demonstrate their love. I mean, you know, and, and how you express and experience love is different. Everybody has to understand how, you know, how, how it work in your house doesn't necessarily have to, is not how it's going to work in my house. And so that's the thing that I I've come to appreciate. That's our thing. That's what we do. That's how, you know, we're going we're going we're going to try a new restaurant this year and we're going to pop in our tape although this year you did say you wanted to try something different and look at something different so yeah um, i may add it on part of me is like i just can't let go of the tradition we have to watch that movie so maybe okay. you know it's so it's it's on a, a sunday this year so maybe like saturday we watch the new movie i wanted to try but i just mm-hmm. feel like i just don't want to i mean we've been doing that for like 23 years like we watch it every year so i don't want to let go of that yeah but i think we can add a movie though i'm okay adding a movie but i don't know if i want to let go not i'm not ready to let go (laughs) so you know it'd be really cool i don't know if movie theaters are open but like some movie theater popcorn while we're watching one of them oh that would be so wonderful since i am not going in a movie theater so now that's not happening um I'm just saying. So, yeah, I, I think I want to still watch that. And it's funny, you know, what you brought up. I know we should wrap up, but it was funny when you brought up, like, you know, people asking, what are you getting your wife for your anniversary? I think, you know, maybe this comes as the relationship matures. Um, 
you know, the whole buying stuff for Valentine's Day and our anniversary, those things for me are not as I like the spending the time and us doing something together versus the gift because, you know, and it'll be funny, we should do one um, on finances at some point. Everybody does their money differently, but for you and I, all of our money is together. So it's like we buy gifts for each other with each other's money. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like if I, you know, I'm going to go and get this gift. Oh, okay. I, you know, unless for whatever reason, it's it's really if you if you're you know if you do the whole if you've ever done the five love languages for some people gift giving is a big deal and so if that person wants the gift even though it's like okay we're pulling this out the same account like you didn't see me take the money out to go to jared's or whatever you know but some people it's just a big deal to them for me it was more about us spending the time together uh, which i know some people may think is weird because we don't really do anniversary gifts uh, Valentine's Day gifts. We used to do it for Christmas more for the children to understand the importance of just your mom and dad, but we don't even really do Christmas gifts much anymore. Um, and I guess maybe that just comes with the longer you're together, the less those types of things seem to matter um, to each other. So I'm sure you're very grateful for that because that means you don't have to go out and try to figure out what to do, right? You just... It, it, that, let me tell you something. That, and that's part of it. It, it, that is a stressful thing to do. And, you know, I, I can remember, and not even before we were in a relationship, I was at, you know, family members and everything, every Christmas to have to go out and find something is just like, okay, maybe they like this. Maybe they would like that. And it was just really stressful. And, and, and that's why, that's why I get an itch every time I got to go to the mall during Christmas. I, I can't do it because I, I would lose my ever loving mind. And, uh, you know, Valentine might not so, not so much, not so stressful, but, you know, I'm not going to come with the candy and the flowers every year because that gets stale after a while. And it gets, it gets, it doesn't, it, it, it just becomes black, you know, just generic and um i think what we do is not generic we spend you know like you said what's important is that we spend time together and that we do things as a married couple and i mean i don't know here's my question do you ever want to go back to getting gifts or are you okay with what we do <laughs> i'm really okay with what we do um i i don't i don't really like i feel like we're at a place now that if i I don't, you know, we have everything that we need. We are blessed and we have a home. We have, you know, the essentials of life or whatever. I, I don't know that there's anything I want you to have to run out and try to figure out what to buy. And if it's something I want, you know, what is it going to be a little purse or whatever I can go get? I mean, I just don't, it, it, those, like I said, that what I like is, you know, it's like this restaurant we're trying. I'm really excited. We went for our walk because, you know, you and I go walking together um, on the weekends and we saw this restaurant and we were like, hey, this isn't the place it used to be. It's a new place. And so let's try this. Right. So trying this new restaurant with you while we continue our tradition, that is more um meaningful to me than having you in the mall trying to figure out, OK, well, I got a flowers three years in a row. So now what? You know what I mean? I just would prefer that we figure out something really neat and fun to do together. Like even for our anniversary, you know, before the pandemic, I enjoyed us going somewhere together and it was nowhere special. We went to like Orlando all the time, but it was just the two of us, you know, without the kids, we could talk about whatever. 
Um, I like the fact that we can still talk. I mean, we talk about the kids a lot still because, I mean, we're their parents. What are you going to do? But we can talk about other things, too, and really explore what it means for us to be a couple outside of being somebody's mom and dad. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy doing those things um, and not so much the gifts. So I don't miss it. Um, I think when you're younger and, you know, you married a very young one. I was 20 something years old. So it's like, you got to get me something. But as you mature, I I just kind of think you grow out of some of that. Unless gift giving is just a really big deal for you. And that has never really been me. I mean, early on, it was just like the principle of the thing. But now, like, I don't know if you remember, it was always like, you can't just get me, you know, because our our anniversary is near Christmas. I didn't want like a Christmas slash anniversary gift. Right. But um, as time goes on. Unless there I mean, if there's something your heart is really desiring, you know, you and I can talk about it and I just go buy it. I prefer us, you know, spending time together and trying new things together versus the gifts. (laughs) So I'm I'm sure you love that answer. (laughs) So, babe, thank you for this time. I just wanted to just talk a little bit about our love story. So I want to thank you for being my guest again today. See, this wasn't bad. And I didn't tell all your business. You didn't tell all. You told enough. But <laughs> hey, as I said, these are facts. <laughs> so happy early Valentine's Day to you, boo. And I'll probably post a picture of us eating our meal and enjoying our When Harry Met Sally. So you guys stay tuned and take a look for that. Uh, thank you again, baby, baby, for being with me today. If there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about on In My Shoes, you can hit me up at KDT at InMyShoesToday.com. Again, that's KDT at InMyShoesToday.com. And until get, uh, we meet again, happy Valentine's Day and be blessed. <laughs> <laughs>